0: Praise God is pastor it to come your way with the word of God. God have been so gracious to us, and his message is endured forever. If you have a Bible, turn with me to the book of 1 Corinthians. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse number 10. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse number 10. I read from the King James version of the scriptures. Now I beseech you, brethren, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ that ye all speak the same thing, and that there be no divisions among you, but that ye be perfectly joined together in, a name, in the same mind and in the same judgment. Hallelujah. 1 Corinthians 1, verse 10 from the King James. Now I beseech you, brethren, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that ye all speak the same thing, And that there be no divisions among you, but that ye be perfectly joined together in the same mind and in the same judgment. Hallelujah. I have started today's sermon as, no divisions among you. No divisions among you. The Apostle Paul, in his letter to the brethren in Corinth, admonished them to be united and not to live in divisions. They have to be perfectly joined together in the same mind engagement. Hallelujah. In fact, divisions have crept into our congregations and have eaten into the social fabric of our religious sects. Divisions have brought a lot of turmoil in our congregations. Divisions have brought a lot of turmoil in our relationship and marriages, in our workplaces. As a nation, divisions have crept into our social fabric. Hallelujah. But Paul is admonishing us in 1 Corinthians 1, verse 10. Now I beseech you, brethren, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that ye all speak the same thing, and that there be no divisions among you, but that ye be perfectly joined in the same mind and the same judgment. Hallelujah. So Paul is appealing to the Christians in Corinth. He is admonishing or entreating them that they should speak the same thing. Whatever they do must be in consonance with the word of God. There should be no divisions among them. Of course, if there are divisions among them, they can't speak the same thing if the division among them they cannot be perfectly joined together in the same mind in the same judgment hallelujah we as Christians today must live in unity and harmony we must speak the same thing we must seek the same salvation and we must walk the same walk Hallelujah. Now, why the need for unity? Why is Paul trying to entreat those in Corinth to shun divisions and live in unity? Why the need for unity? Unity brings about, it is good and pleasant to live in unity. It is good and pleasant to live in unity. Only in the Bible to Psalms, one Hundred and Thirty-three, verse one. Psalms One Hundred and Thirty-three, verse number one. The King James really sweet. Behold, how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. The verse two of Psalm One Hundred and Thirty-three. It is like the precious ornament upon the head, that ran down upon the beard, even Aaron's beard. That went down to the skirt of his garment. The verse 3 of Psalm 133 as the dew of Haram and as the dew that descended upon the mountains of Zion. For there the Lord commanded the blessing, even life forevermore. Hallelujah. So it is good and pleasant to live in unity. It is very good and pleasant to live in unity. That is the need for unity, as Paul was trying to entreat uh, the brethren in Corinth. Another need for unity is it makes one perfect. Whenever you are united in Christ, it makes us perfect. Ephesians 4, verse number 13, Paul told those in Ephesus, Till we all come in the unity of faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God. Unto a perfect man. Unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Hallelujah. We need to come to the unity of faith. And of the knowledge of the Son of God. Unto a perfect man. Unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Hallelujah. We need unity in order for you and I to become perfect. We need unity in our congregations. We need unity in our marriages. We need unity in our occupation. Hallelujah. Another need for unity is, is the characteristics of the Christians or the disciples. If you profess Christ as a personal Savior, then unity should be one of your features or characteristics. In John 13 verse 35, John 13, 35. King James read this way. By this shall all men know that ye are my disciples, if ye have love one to another. Hallelujah. By this shall all men, the word men there is gender neutral, meaning both male and female. John 13, 35. By this shall all men Know that ye are my disciples if ye have love one to another. So the need for unity it is a characteristic of the disciples of Christ. Another need for unity is a command from God in John 13, verse 34. In John 13, verse 34, a new commandment I give unto you. That ye love one another as I have loved you, that ye also love one another. Hallelujah. It is a commandment for we as Christians to live in unity. John 13 34, a new commandment I gave unto you, that ye love one another as I have loved you, that ye also love one another. Hallelujah. Another need for unity is that it brings about fear of the Lord. It brings about reverence for the Lord. It brings about respect for the Lord. In Psalm 86 verse number 11. Psalm 86 verse number 11. Teach me thy way, O Lord. I will walk in thy truth. Unite my heart to fear thy name. Hallelujah. Psalm 86 verse number 11. Teach me thy way, O Lord. I will walk in thy truth. Unite my heart to fear thy name. Hallelujah. So the need for unity, it is good and pleasant. It makes one perfect. It is a characteristic of the early Christians or the disciples of Christ. It is a command from God. And it brings about fear or reverence. For the Lord. Hallelujah. Now, what brings about division? What brings about division? Let's go back to our foundation text. First Corinthians 1 verse number 10. Now I beseech you, brethren, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that ye all speak the same thing, and that there be no divisions among you. But that ye be perfectly joined together, in the same mind, and the same judgment. First Corinthians the one, verse number ten. What brings about division? The first one I would like to consider is contention. When there is friction, when there is tension, when there is contention among us as a congregation, it brings about division. In First Corinthians one, verse number eleven. For it hath been declared unto me of you my brethren, by them which are in the house of Cleo, that there are contention among you. Hallelujah. It was a report that was sent to Paul and the response to the report was in the episode of 1 Corinthians. 1 verse 11 says that, For it has been declared unto me, my brethren, by them which are in the house of Cleo, that there are contention among you. What are the contention? Some people say they were baptized by Paul, others say they were baptized by Apollos, etc. So there was contention. There was division in the church. Some were skewed towards Paul, others were skewed towards Apollos. There was a serious contention. So contention brings about division. If it is not well catered for, it will destroy our congregation. First Corinthians one verse number eleven: For it has been declared unto you. Sorry, for it has been declared unto me of you, my brethren, by them which are in the house of Cleo, that there are contentions among you. Hallelujah. What brings about division? It is lust and war. In fact, last war against our flesh. In Gita 4, verse numbers 1. In Gita 4, verse numbers 1. From whence comes war and fighting among you is a question. Come there not hence, even of your last, that war in your members? So any time we last for something, it war against our members. It brings about division. Genesis 4, verse numbers 1. From whence come war and fighting among you. Come they not hence, even of your last, that war in your members. Other ways or what brings about division is misunderstanding. Whenever there's misunderstanding, division is obvious or bound to happen in chapter 6 verse number 1. In those days when the number of the disciples was multiplied, there arose a murmuring of the Galatians against the Hebrews because their widows were neglected in the daily administration. So when the disciples were increasing in numbers, from 3,000 from 5,000 when they were increasing, there was a misunderstanding between the Christians and the jews remember in those days to become a christian if you're not a jew you have to be a proselyte so when the non when the non-jews came into the discipleship it brought about misunderstanding their widows were neglected of course those who are jews Will be fed before those who are non Jews, they will about this understanding. But Peter and the other disciples, in the wisdom of God, were able to settle this dispute. Hallelujah. What it brings about division is friendship to the world. Whenever we become so astute to the world, when we become so engrossed to the world, we become enmity to God. Game chapter 4, verse number 4. Ye adulteress and adulteresses, know ye not that friendship of the world is enmity with God? Whosoever therefore will be a friend of the world is enmity to God. Hallelujah. Chapter 4, verse 4. Ye adulteress and adulteresses, know ye not that the friendship of the world is enmity with God? Whosoever therefore will be a friend to the world is the enemy of God. it Chapter 4, verse numbers 4. What brings about division is pride. Pride brings about division. That is the main reason why one of the qualifications of becoming a bishop in the early church is not to be be up with pride. Because it will lead to temptation and condemnation of the devil. Let's read something in the first Timothy chapter 3 verse 6. First Timothy chapter 3 verse number 6. Not a novice. lest being lived up with pride. He fall into the condemnation of the devil. So pride brings about division. In fact, pride has separated most of us from our Lord Jesus Christ. Pride. It was pride that brought the devil straight down to earth. It was pride that killed the devil out from the sight of the Lord. So pride brings about division. What brings about division? Contention. The lust and war in our flesh. Misunderstanding. Friendship to the world. And pride brings about division. Let's live in love with one another in order to fulfill the law of God. We must be of the same mind in all our dealings in Christ Jesus, our Lord. May God have us and bless us and sanctify our heart and extreme any form of divisions in our lives. This is Pastor Edo coming away this morning with this podcast. This podcast can be heard on the following media platforms. Apple Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Overcasts, google podcast anchor breaker public radio spotify for those who are spotify in their country or region and don't forget to subscribe to my podcast so that you can receive them whenever i post a podcast may god help you and bless you in the name of jesus amen